welcome to the Right to Free Speech Uncensored, where we talk about bullshit problems in our world. Uh, today we have a topic on atheism versus Christianity, and we have a guest with us today, Massimo. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. Good, good. Um, so, yeah, so we uh, decided to, you know, uh, go into a Christian uh, Christian one. Primarily, uh, when we say Christian, we're talking uh, Catholic um, but we're gonna we're gonna be talking about uh, the Western society and the Christianity as a whole. Um, I only say that as Catholic because I'm a practicing Catholic, so um, I'm not gonna be doing too much comparison between like Protestant and and, and Catholicism. It's more or less actually atheist uh, in comparison to to, pro, uh, uh, to Catholicism. Uh, with that being said, uh, Massimo, if you'd like to just give us uh, a little bit about yourself, kind of. What you kind of are within your atheism and stuff like what how's that like break that down for us sure um on the fundamental metaphysical question of like do we have a universal creator um i'm kind of leaning more to agnostic but i can comfortably call myself an atheist like in my conclusion so uh it's not for sure it's not for certain that we come from a universal creator but we ultimately come from a family, um, a lineage, a gene. So I think that is more important to stress than... The gene being humanity? Of course. Like, or, yeah, just Romans understood this as yeah. the Roman gene. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, Firstly, we could we could kind of talk about the common grounds between, um, you know, what we have in common. Uh, now, obviously, we live our lives much differently... Um, uh, like I said, right, I'm practicing Catholic. So w what we're required to do as practicing Catholics is, you know, it's a man it's mandatory to practice your faith. And that's that includes going to church on Saturday, uh, Saturday nights or Sunday mornings. Um, that's that's mandatory. Um, at, this the readings on Sunday and Saturday masses are actually very, very crucial um, to the Catholic faith. Um, those readings are very, very much different than like a, a daily mass. So we have daily masses at noon too, right? Those masses actually cannot replace a um, you can go do all five of the weekday masses at noon and it would not replace going to the Sunday or the Saturday Mass. You have to participate in the Saturday or Sunday Mass. You actually don't have to participate in any of the other Masses. <laughs> you, yeah. you, like, those are all optional. Those are if you want to, you know, actually yes. get grow a closer connection to your God, right? And I say your God because there are different religions, and I'm not going to coerce anybody here and but if who's you're listening. But Catholic gods. It's our God. Me. It's my God. In my, it's my God, and that that's where I look at it, right? And it's it's not just my God; I share my God with any other one who who wants wants their Catholic God to be true to them. And that's where um, I find uh, it gives you purpose, uh, it gives you meaning, it gives you. A, 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 I, I want to say, it, it would it gives you a, a not only a purpose but. A guideline, right a guideline, exactly. Uh, safety net, like exactly. It's it. You could call it a safety net for I sure. I could call myself an atheist, but really, I'm not against religion yeah. writ large. Like, well, we see some atheists, man. Like, yes. Of course, <laughs> some of the atheists are pretty hectic. This is why I have to differentiate myself. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, like a recovering drug addict going to seek God, that's not a bad thing. That's universally good. So. Of course, I'm in favor of being religious and holding that religious attitude like that. Sure. 
but I think what we're going to be discussing today, like, I think that there are better things to value. Oh, of course, but... At than the... what Christianity or Catholicism offers. Yeah, and, and, and values as a whole, I could see where you're going, but reality why like as as a i would argue that i am a pretty definite realist i wouldn't argue that i tend to conform by any means to any other set of belief systems i believe that i'm real and who i i portray myself to be i believe that i uh, and you're the same way um you and i have both went through that cancellation bubble together um <laughs> different time frames of course yeah but you know we've seen that and and we watch um we watched literally teenagers just get you get wiped off the planet of the earth just because you have a, a, a set belief. Uh, my belief coming from Christianity, you know, um, homosexuality is against my religion. It, it's nothing to do with the person who's homosexual. It's homosexual as a category. The word homosexual is a sin because that's not why you have a dick or a vagina. Yeah. Uh, right. So that's how the, your your penis and your vagina are to make children. This is that's why homosexuality is there, yeah, the criticism faith. of homosexuality in with Christ with Christ himself well we wouldn't know right well ultimately like, you, like what you can't he said, argue what he said during his mission was recorded by the four gospels where does it say that it was like a sin it says it says from Leviticus if I'm correct right yeah then it's in the Old Testament and that's kind of yeah, that's St. Paul. It's the Old Testament, but we have to yeah. remind ourselves that we don't, as a Catholic, it, it we don't worship Testament. one God. Like, Jesus isn't our God. Jesus is one well, of Jesus our three gods. It's, it's one God, but it's universal. It's three in one. God is the Trinity, right? God Jesus is the Trinity. Is, Jesus is, is God kind God of God in human, human flesh. Form. That is exactly yeah. what he is. That's the only way, that's he, how he assembles or resembles he resembles human flesh the reason jesus resembles human flesh and this is where a lot of people don't understand well if god's all powerful and god's uh and and you know god is all good and, and god um can't get hurt and and you know like he's he's perfect uh, with that being said jesus and i point back there because i have a picture of the sacred heart with jesus on the um, sitting there with his heart actually exposed. And the reason that we call it that is simply because his heart symbolizes us in, in humanity. His heart symbolizes us because we all have a heart. Mm -hmm. It showed the organ of that heart. The only difference is that even Jesus, he was suffering. It showed suffering. Yeah. Humanity is a suffering game. That's all we do is we suffer and we suffer and we have our highs and we have our lows. But should we celebrate suffering? Yes, absolutely. Really? Well, then how, if we don't celebrate suffering, we how are we going to experience our lows? We should be celebrating emancing, uh, emancipating ourselves from suffering. This is kind of what the Romans recognized. They didn't want to suffer. They ultimately wanted to be No one wants to suffer, but we have to recognize our suffering. Yeah, but like more so with Christianity, it kind of celebrates it ultimately. And that... Like you're talking the crucifix? At that point, that is a pretty salient because that's image. well. That's also one of that's the Catholics' most important. That is yeah aspect most of it. Civil. Yeah, that's one of our biggest church uh, masses is Easter, Easter Sunday Mass. Um, mm -hmm. Even before that, you don't even have actually. That's a lie because for Easter it's a very very special time because what we do is we actually worship us being able to be forgiven of sin we actually experience us being able to be lift the weight off of our shoulders see God and Jesus he wasn't he was they, they were both perfect 
we can't be perfect because we're human. So when Jesus came from wherever you want to say, you want to say he's born on Christmas, I actually don't believe he was born on Christmas. And anybody, if you actually search it up, the only reason he's born on Christmas and we celebrate his birthday on Christmas, which is December 25th, is because the original crucifix took place on April 25th. So it marks the exact eight-month window between that, and that's usually what what you... Mm -hmm. uh, that That's really why. It only marks the eight. They actually believe he was born around Easter. They actually believe he was born in, I, in the I, spring. I always thought that. Um, and, and so we... Had, and, and that's another thing, and that's where, you know... We see many, and I'm not saying you in particular, but we see some many die-hard, almost Scientologists, like type, Scientology Militant type. Militant atheists. Yeah. Atheist. Scientologists, that's like a whole It's UFO a whole new level whole, now. Now it's a, a whole UFO new level. level. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Scientology's insane. I ask you why we should celebrate suffering, because it kind of leads into what our initial topic was to be, like, which is the decline of the West. Um, the decline in, in, in oh, my bad. The decline in the uh, the fact that um, in, in Christianity may be dying in the no, West. No, because it, that's the, true too. The West is, of course. Well, <laughs> yeah, Christianity with like Christians, sure. like with Christ, it manifests yes, Christ differently with liberalism. Where it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like, you're just given rights. Coat of arms. Yeah, you're given mm -hmm. rights upon birth. That yeah. is something fundamentally Christian. That is something fundamentally um, secular and uh, liberal. Um, yeah, with the decline of the West, I think we can attribute it to some bit to Christianity with kind of this antithesis to this understanding to Rome, which celebrated power, which celebrated being noble. Yep. And ultimately, Christianity kind of aimed to attack that. Um, we think of America to be kind of like a Rome figure, a modern Rome figure. And um, I would compare Christianity kind of to the woke movement. We could. Because it took kind of the We can compare it. It's nothing like it, but... It, it <laughs> is. I, I beg to differ. <laughs> the um, actual movement itself has nothing to do with any of that. What it manifested into. Um, so Christianity like the woke movement stated explicitly that the first are last and the last are first right yes and it militarized and also kind of mobilized the uh, marginalized of rome it was kind of this effort to reinvigorate judea because the context around christianity it, judea was almost extinct rome was taking over and well, the Babylon was taking over. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole different story. Yeah. But Rome, in the time of Christ. No, oh, in the time of Christ we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. That was the original. Over. The Babylon was the major. That's that in was Genesis. in Genesis. And that was it's, almost it, throughout into, that's into Exodus too. history too. It, not just in Rome, not just in uh, Babylon, but in yep. Germany and all these different places. And um, yeah kind of that parallel between the first or last and last or first is where um, I kind of have my objections because it specifically undermined the foundations of Western society, which was Greco-Roman traditions. Which you're saying that... You're, so your argument being that first is last, which is also symbolizing the fact that slow and steady wins the race. 
that's what it's symbolizing. It, it's showing. It, it's not showing that slow and steady sometimes just does not win the race. Well, no, we have but to be kind of real. Here. Neither does neither does being first and last all the time. Like we have to be real there. Like you, you're not always when you're first place. You're you not saying? always last. And in in a lot of the time when you come first, there's cheating involved. There's I'm not saying this is just an example, right? Yeah, I'm not saying course, every single time, but exactly it's like you know, there, there's, it's, it's hypothetical, and that's I love. Well, well, me and you both love philosophy. I, we use philosophy quite often. A, a lot of a like lot of things that need to be talked about are hypotheticals, but it needs to happen. We watch a lot of people who get first and get there quickly. Yeah, those people shouldn't be there, but they are. And they're there because they're breaking the law or they're breaking rules or they're bending rules or they're not following it properly. So first being last, well, yeah, you are last because your moral, your morality and, and you as a human, you're just not a good person. Well, that's so you not are a last. guarantee. Not everybody that's first is last in the moral sphere. Um, like a lot of people manipulate their way through democracy, which is <laughs> well, like, yeah, totally against... Uh, western foundations right it kind of came out or at least how we know it but it happens more in western society than it does anywhere of course, else which is but pathetic. It, it happened a lot. especially when it's not about the moral value of the west it seems to happen only in the west for some random it reason. happened a lot more post like rome and as christianity took over a lot yeah. more corruption happened because i mean christianity presented something which the political class could take like exploit and mobilize everybody sure this is what we saw in the crusades like this tiny piece of land like thousands of people died over and yeah it's crazy yeah and how would we compare us compare this comparisize because that's a word now yeah uh, <laughs> we're, we're gonna use it but uh, how, how would you compare it to the woke movement i'm still trying to wrap my head around that um yeah like both aim for the marginalized so kind of the jews were marginalized in rome yes and maybe like the lgbt now is marginalized um you we're, see with kind of black lives matter we're marginalized would be the proper term to use what? at this at this, this stage in the game it would be the lgbtq were marginalized um but yes i, I understand yeah. what you're saying okay you see what i'm saying yeah um, where was i going with this uh yeah, it's similar kind of to what Jews were experiencing, kind of this intense mobilization in Rome with the zealot movement where they would literally just walk by and stab. I'm not saying that it's like yeah. to that extent. No. Don't cancel me. Um, <laughs> You're already canceled, buddy. <laughs> Don't worry about that. <laughs> Don't worry about that. Trust me, I've been there and done saying, that. <laughs> I'm saying if there's like, if this feeling is in the air, like, that's going to be a broad chorus and yeah. that is likely to happen. We saw it in 2020. There was a bunch of riots. Oh, yeah, there yes. was. Capital being the one. Yeah. Well, that's one, 2021. One of the, well, is that yeah, that was the year after. Sorry. Same thing. Yeah. I mean, that, the that, first one was our convoy, wasn't it? Oh, uh, no. That no, was, it that was, was Black Lives Matter, Black? then convoy, then... Yep, you're right. Or, then January 6th, then convoy. Yeah, <laughs> it's been crazy, so, regardless. Yes. Um, where was I going for this? I forget now. We got we got sidetracked. Side no, right? we always get sidetracked. That's what's fun about this. We Hell love yeah. getting sidetracked. Um, 
Um, no, so we were talking about how it that, was the marginalized yeah, time frame. Yeah, just kind of yeah. wrapping your head around that. Like, yeah. Does that at least make you appreciate that point a little bit? Oh, no, I, I understand. I understand that. We do, we do aim for the lower class, but we, we have to keep in consideration that actually cat, <laughs> Catholics weren't nice. In the time of, we're, like, if we're talking, we're talking Rome. Uh, we're talking, uh, ver- like, pretty well, much Roman, Romans, versus the, Romans versus the Jews. There were. We were. It's the, Christians. Like, they lived it was Roman Christ. Catholic. They were Roman no, Catholic. Roman Catholic arose in Italy, like, in Rome. Well, yes, but that's also a big portion of it. Rome, Rome also acquired Catholicism quite rapidly after all of that went... Through well, and it was all also because everybody as was a against Jews move by Constantine. Yeah, and then Jewish people as well being marginalized. We have to keep keep in consideration that that's also the first religion, one of the first religions. One of the first like religions. we could go Islam. But, we could go like we like I know that's where you like to go because that's what you wanted to jump on me for. Because... I don't want to jump on you for <laughs> <laughs> because we could go Islam. But Jew was primarily one of the first. At least first written about two, one of the first written about religions, and we take that all of our all of the Catholic Bible stories are written about Jews, Israelites, if you will, yeah. at that time frame, right? Israelites. The, like, there's a lot that predates that as well. Predates like, that event. Kind of similar to Roman and Greek mythology, there yes. was early Semitic mythology, yeah. and we can go into Jesus kind of being borrowed for. From like an ancient god Adonis, but I'd like to save you the time, and I'd like to save the viewers here like thoughts that I'm crazy. Yeah, well, I don't think you'd be uh, crazy. Uh, but there's, but there's, by any there's means, a lot but, that we can talk about with Jesus. Yeah, we could. We I don't could, know if you want to talk about that. We like, could go there. Soon. Uh, but like with with Jesus as a figure himself, I argue, and I will always argue, that Christianity will be the best religion, and it's going to be the rest religion solemnly because we have a God that was, one, died, and I'm saying not died as in, like, many gods died, in, in a way. In yeah. Muhammad died. <laughs> yeah, he, he wasn't a god, he was a prophet. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's the same god in Islam. But, yeah. Judaism and Christianity. Yeah. There's um, a lot of gods that died in... Greece and Rome. Yeah, exactly. Adonis, but not a human god, not one in human flesh, and that's another thing that. Well, Adonis 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 was in human flesh, but that's also an like we're talking. (laughs) That was an influence for Christ, I believe, because Adonis, if we take the root word Adon, that means Lord, and we have to acknowledge that a lot of women wept for Adonis and Jesus, Mary Magdalene, and. Well, we also have to keep in consideration that Mary Magdalene at the time wept for Jesus because she was also a prostitute at that time frame, right? Um, You also have to take in consideration that many... Jesus didn't... like. This is another thing that a lot of people misunderstand. You aren't called... You aren't qualified when you're called. You aren't. When you're called into a religion, you're not qualified. For example, when I was called to uh, become a practicing Catholic... Does that not make you, like... Isn't that is that not a qualification? You're a sinner. If you're a sinner, is that not a qualification? You're a sinner. No. If you're not, you're not like <laughs> because you're, you're not, not supposed to be sinning at, as a Catholic. You're not. We, at we the just top. are. You're not at the top. We're not at the top. We're definitely at the bottom. Yeah. But like I said, that's when at, at times, like you just said, how we don't understand how I read that when 
first is last and, and last is first? Well, when you're a piece of garbage your entire life and you are depressed and you can't do anything and then you're able to qualify for something, anything, yeah, you are first in the eyes of the Lord. You are because you just was able to pick yourself off the ground and walk into a church. I've been there and that's why I argue that you actually aren't called, you aren't qualified until you're called. You have to be called first. You're not qualified when you're called. I walked in there after attempting suicide four times and didn't want to live anymore. I talk about it openly on a podcast because yeah. I'm not ashamed about it because that's why I was called. Yeah, that's precisely why I'm not against religion writ large because, again, like that, it offers like a value, valuable moralization yeah. to a class that ultimately will build things. And keep in mind, I was an atheist too for four years, so I understand where you're coming from, right? I I, do have to kind of examine you on your atheism. Like, would it be similar to how I view atheism? No. Okay. Were you more just kind of like a Richard Dawkins kind of science? I believe that something, I believe that nothing turned into something using Big Bang the Big Bang Theory as a major, major token to why we have reality and why the Earth exists. When you, like I said, when I play that phrase back that I just said, that nothing turns into something, yep. I'm sorry, but when I look back at that, after I found an entire new thing, it's that's ridiculous. ridiculous to assume that something can come from nothing. That yeah. just... Out of out of a realm, you just hit each other, and then somehow we just got water, we got plants, we got we got food, we got wood, we have paintings, we have this. Like, no, I am sorry, it doesn't make sense. On top of that, as I was an atheist, I landed on a Bible after the fourth attempt at suicide. I didn't have a Bible in my room. A Bible showed up. Yeah, it's unexplainable, right? So, with that being said, that was my calling card, mm-hmm. and you can't explain that, and you can't even rebuttal that because, of course, it, right? That's, that's because like, that, like it, it's anecdotal, and on top of that, where the hell are you gonna rebut? Oh, well, what? What if the Bible was just there? It wasn't, <laughs> right? Like, I don't know where the Bible came from, Ultimately, but it was that green Bible right there on the bed, and I have no idea how it got there, but it was underneath my feet. Picked yeah. up book of Genesis. I read, read the the creation story of humanity. Keep in mind, there's back-to-back. There's two creation stories in back-to-back. Yep. Cain and Abel being one, and then I... What the heck's the other one called? It wasn't Cain and Abel. It was or, the or first Adam, creation Adam, where yeah, God first wills story. everything, yeah, and, then and then Adam the, and Eve. Adam and Eve, yeah. Why do I keep saying Cain and Abel? Because it comes like directly after Abel. Yeah, it does. Okay. Because honestly, I've said that to multiple people where I'm yeah. like, oh, Cain and Abel. I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> um, yeah. So I actually have the catechism here. I, I want to understand where this kind of comes from because like I said I was a devoted atheist within science right yeah, yeah so in this catechism I've done a done a little bit of I've done a little bit about this as well um, on a Twitter space it's a, a way you can talk on Twitter or whatever mm-hmm. and just uh, almost like a mini podcast um, but this one this one's faith in science it's called it's um, it's page 49 of the catechism um, and it, it says, though faith is above reason, there can never be any real discrepancy excuse me, between faith and reason. Since the same God who reveals mysteries and infuses faith was bestowed the light of reason on the human mind, God cannot deny himself, nor can truth ever contradict truth. 
So what that means there, truth ever contradicting truth, and this will make sense now where I play back uh, why homosexuality is actually contradictory to our faith. Because you are now arguing that truth can contradict truth when you're homosexual. We are born, woman or man, with an XX chromosome or an XY chromosome. And You can do whatever you want on earth, right? You can. I, I'm not saying don't be a gender... Queer. I think that's a term now. That's a yeah. That's a new. That's a new it's gender. Well, no, it's not because yeah. queer yeah. is directly in LGBTQ. Is, I'm not, not attacking a natural their... state. It's not true. But I'm not trying to get you canceled here, nor am I trying to get canceled. <laughs> oh, we're already canceled. We, but, you don't need to get me canceled. I'm already canceled, bud. <laughs> I'm well, not worried we're, about we're, it. We're on the road to getting uncanceled. <laughs> we'll never be on that road. That's like the that's like the yellow brick road in Wizard of Oz, man. <laughs> that's a road we'll never touch. It's okay. Um, but when I say truth ever contradicting truth, XX and XY chromosomes are what you were born with, and you can't deny that, right? Yeah. Like that's yeah. where we can have common ground right there. We can't deny that we're not born. It with doesn't an XX explicitly or an XY. say anything about kind of the, uh, I guess BTQ. No. Of the LGBTQ. No. It's more, it comments, the Bible at least, comments yes. on homosexuality. Homosexuality. It doesn't um, comment on there transgenderism. There actually is Because that doesn't exist. There's a passage like that Jesus mentions eunuchs to a man who questions why like they should marry as Christians. I, I don't know the full context. There's probably sure. some theologian that wrote a paper that's like a hundred pages on it and why yeah, it's not most likely a, why it's not kind of like a call for transgenders or why transgenders shouldn't like see that sure but sure yeah. and i i honestly i do want to put this out there see as a catholic and this is one of the one of the major major debates with with catholics that catholics are are Christianity as a whole, that Christians, anyone who identifies as a Christian is either homophobic or transphobic. Yeah, that's a stereotype. It, that, right? It's the biggest stereotype you will ever hear. I'm sorry, but if you are anyone who says that, you are being a hypocrite to your own set of beliefs. You're telling me that I must abide by your set of beliefs, but if I do not and I have my own set and my own faith, because like you said, I will compare the woke movement to Christianity, not because they're underdogs, but because they're two sets of beliefs. Yeah. You believe your woke movement garbage, and let me perform my faith, but, and, like, and I'm allowed to this, disagree. Is this relativism in society, is that good for society? Like Disagreeing? I, Absolutely. Like, it's conversation. No, 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 no. like this laissez-faire, live and let live, is that good for society? Live and let live? Well, we never know. Well, that's all we've lived, so we don't know if it's good for well, society. Well, we haven't. We've actually had kind of said no to different lifestyles before. Well, we did, but then, okay, so you're saying is opening too many doors a problem too? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, and we've seen that now. We're seeing that now where too many doors have been opened, and now we, you we have harder time shutting them. You can't just randomly draw. You, you'd have to randomly draw a line, which you can't do as Well, a exactly, and you because can't. Because you have to almost be relativistic. and be I love everybody. Every, yeah, be open I, I do, that. absolutely. Of course, you're called. One of, my, one of my actually closest friends mm -hmm. right now who's, who's suffered just as much as I have um, with the same type of drama where, Canceling. you know... You, yeah. you, you just, you do something wrong, you regret it for the rest of your life, you can't get over it. Um, 
that person is gay and I don't care. I, I don't. I love the person. I don't appreciate the sin. I'm not going to say, if you ask me, Matt, I am gay. Are you okay with this? I'm not going to say, yes, I'm 100% okay with it. I'm going to say, well, no, I'm not because it's contradictory to my faith. However, you can live your life however you would like. Yeah. See, that's the conversation that many Christians have. But it's, it's transcribed as, oh, well, you're homophobic, you're transphobic, because you're telling me that you don't appreciate me. I'm like, no, I appreciate yeah, you. You're a human. They don't appreciate like the direction that you're going. We don't appreciate the direction you're going. Just like if I went and I saw a and drug you, addict you on only, the street. You can only hope that they find Christ, right? Exactly. Yeah. And just because I found a drug addict on the street, and he goes, oh, you want... I'm doing, I'm doing good, right? I'm, I'm just smoking up every day. I'm you know, putting heroin down my arm. I'll be, I'm not going to say, yeah, you're doing great. Keep going. Yeah. I'm going to go, no. And yeah, it might be a far-fetched and a really wide-scoped example, but it's credible. Yeah. I'll go, no, get off the ground, or no, I don't respect you shooting yourself up in the arm, but like I said, it's your life. I only can help, I can only pray for you. I can't yeah, do anything else. You can only I'm not going to coerce you. Anything. I'm not going to say there's a reason why you and I are friends and why I have not dragged you into a church. I haven't by grabbed you by the head or PJ. I haven't dragged him into the church. Of course, I say you want to come to church with me every Sunday, but he says no, and I, I let it go. Yeah. Uh, okay, my my bad. Whatever. I'll go to church myself, and it's over. <laughs> it's not, and that's that's the problem. Well, they're like, well, I get Catholics. They force the religion on you. They do this. They do that. No, we don't. We talk about our religion, and we're open about it. Yeah, that forcing of the religion that kind of comes from that synthesis of being the dominant uh religion mm -hmm. in kind of the west and yeah christianity kind of this this is the universal truth this is the universal creator he made us yes. so that's kind of why i attribute christianity to the decline of the west is because this synthesis was not any good for world history it only brought kind of um atrocities that happened no. during Colonials, uh, col yeah. colonization, like yes. residential schools. I mentioned earlier today in yep. our conversation, and I, I'd like to touch on those actually because I think I raised a great point as well in that discussion. All right. Um, with residential schools, no Catholic, and I'm saying, and I actually no, I'm going there. I'm mm -hmm. gonna say no Catholic. You talk to a Catholic about residential schools, they will be ashamed. They won't say. We should still be doing it. No, we shouldn't be. But they would be ashamed. It's contradictory to our faith. But Catholics today are going to say that. If you ask a Catholic, like back when that was yes, happening, absolutely, they, they probably right? would have sanctioned that. And ultimately, you all you can do for that person is just hope. And like, that's yes. probably not strong enough, like, to stop that. Like, no, only hoping that they find the true true calling of Christ, right? And the problem is, it wasn't, it actually, it wasn't, it was misinterpretation is what it was. It was, it was, the Bible pretty much tells you to go forth, we could go, go forth and create, but also go forth and spread the word of God. I do it every single day. Mm -hmm. I, I, I talk about God every single day, right? And this is where a lot of people have issues because the Bible is easily misinterpreted. 
Of course. Right? And it's encoded. And it's I will mention, people. like Protestants, they read the Bible literally. I'm sorry, you can't read a well, little. Not every Protestant. Not everyone. Mothers from a yes. Mormon background. Mormons are, are a little bit different. We're, we're kind of more far-fetched. Yes. Or I right? guess she was more far-fetched mm-hmm. before she left. But your mom's also a Catholic now. Yeah, of course. Right? Yeah, because so, yeah, I went to process. We go to church together. Yep. Um, but uh, with that being said, um, I would argue that majority, we could go majority. There's a lot of, of Catholics, yeah, and Christians. Yeah, of Protestants, even Baptists. Anglicans, they all read the Bible quite literally. Um, and that's another thing why, uh, like, literally I'm talking like, oh, Jesus sat on a rock. It said, it doesn't actually say this in the Bible, of course. Like, this is just an example. Like, oh, Jesus sat on a rock. They believe he actually was sitting on a rock. They don't actually think, well, what did rock mean in ancient history? What did, what, what was sitting? Like, are we talking about at a standstill? Like, what was this? Like, it, there's all different types of uh, a words and terminology that has been changed ye- rapidly over the years. The one that everybody should be familiar with is gay. We could use that as an yeah. example, right? Gay was happy. Now it's now it's a gender, right? So well, it, the words yeah, have sexuality. changed. Sexuality. Yeah. Sorry. Well, I get so I'm confused, sorry, man. Sorry, man. I get so <laughs> confused because I think gay's a gender, but then it's not. But then gender fluids agenda and i'm like what is going on what does that mean right like you know what i'm like i, I just in, get so lost yeah, i get so indicative. lost and i get so confused and right. i think mediocrely but symbolism. oh my god yeah i don't even know where i was going with I, that I right now i do have to ask you yes of, do you believe that jesus was a real person do yes you believe that he was i believe he will be of back his divine status of what, like, how the Bible writes about him, like, yeah. being a Do human, human that is flesh, true like this guy right him, here. About the historical yeah, 100%. Jesus, like, he was there to spread the word of God, yep. he was hated by the Pharisees. He was hated by more than just the Pharisees, but of course, yeah. um, he was hated by everybody, but let's be honest, the reason that he was hated by a lot, a lot, and a lot of people is you could either be a follower of Jesus and be like, oh my God, this guy might be telling the truth. But anybody, I'm sorry, but even today, it's going to be the same thing when Jesus returns. If Jesus returns, I say when, if Jesus returns ever in, in the history of the world again, which we think that he will. And we say that this right now, living, is very, very similar to the book of Revelation. So we say that it's very, very similar. And, and always it says that kind of in the book of Revelation that this is kind of the time frame. When this happens, well, this is at, at the spectrum of when Jesus is going to return. I solemnly believe he will return with before my life ends. But I'm sure that was said in the past generations too, right? So with that being yeah. said, I believe that Jesus is who he says, who he said he was. And on top of that... We're going to run into the same thing because if anybody walked into the, in the middle of the uh, uh, Aurelia downtown and they grabbed a microphone as loud as they could, and I'm talking modern technology, grabbed a microphone and they go, I am the son of God. That's crazy because... No one would look at this guy. He would go, okay, no, you're a crack addict. <laughs> That's what they would do. It's, it's the people who actually have faith have to actually separate and, and, and differentiate all of that uh, blasphemy, if you will, and all of that, like because people called him a blas a blasphemy because he was a liar, in their opinion, right? There's a reason the Jewish people, for example, they actually don't believe Jesus was more than a bastard. 
Yeah. They don't believe he was he was the son of God. They think that, um, in fact, they I be, I might be getting two religions mixed up now because I study I like studying other religions too. But they also believe that um, Mary had an affair with a Roman guard, yeah. and that's how Jesus was uh, was was it's, created. It's not core to their understanding of Jesus, but no. it was a popular thing circulating. That's why they don't like, celebrate Easter or I Christmas. Believe it's like Tiberius or whatever. Yeah, I don't recall the, the specifics, but. But with that being said, as Catholic and as me being a devoted Catholic now, I have to acknowledge that Jesus was one of one of the th one of our our part of our God. I, I keep saying one of our three. We don't have three gods. We have one, the Holy Trinity. Yeah. Excuse me. The Holy Trinity represents our God, and what it means is, well, God's the Father. If Jesus is the Son, the Holy Spirit proceeds. So the when Holy you Spirit, actually do, yeah, it's like kind of this, the Holy Spirit is me. It. I'm the Holy Spirit. I have Holy Spirit. I walk and I talk. My words spreading of the Lord have Holy Spirit. The sign of the cross, that there, doesn't. it's not to be taken lightly. That is a prayer right there. Because when you pray, you do it before. You pray and you do it after. The thing is, people pray and they walk away. Well, no, with the Christian faith, you must do the sign of the cross. That's closing your prayer. That's blessing. That's saying the prayer goes to the Father, the prayer goes to the Son, and the prayer goes to the Holy Spirit. And that's how it, it, it's a full 360 circle. Yeah. So the Holy Spirit is actually a very, very important part of the actual, um, of the whole prayer, prayer and sacrament thing of Christianity as a whole. And that's where a lot of people don't understand that either. They think, oh, well, I'm going to pray and then I'm this just going to go kinda, like this yeah, real quick. Well, no, you, you got to exaggerate this because that's a prayer, right? And that's where a lot of people misunderstand that too. I want to get back to Jesus. Yeah. And I kind of want to raise this theory because... You should get back to Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> you set yourself up, man. <laughs> okay. Um, so... The Apostle John, I'm sure you're familiar yes. with the story of Plato, right? I'm quite familiar with the story. And Socrates. Yep, the Socrates John, is fake. <laughs> okay, go, go. Okay, I don't so believe in Socrates. We Plato can made. draw a lot of similarities between Jesus as like the Socratic figure. And we ultimately know what we know about Plato is in his utopia, his republic... Um, there is a noble lie like he advocates for keeping a lie to maintain harmony in society sure um, so my question to you would be would Jesus like would the good news that Jesus was trying to spread as a Socratic figure trying to bring on like this um, monotheistic utopia that resembles the kingdom of heaven on earth okay would that be a noble lie? Like, would the great, uh, the good news be the noble lie? See, that one's tough. Um, it's yeah, it's kind right? of loaded. Because it is, a, it's a loaded question. Let's break. Can we break? Let's break that down into about. Let's break that down. Uh, okay, make a it a lot bit. shorter. Yeah. Um, okay, so. The, Saul and. The Apostle John. Yep. They both borrow a lot from Plato when yep. describing Jesus. We For can sure. draw a lot of um, correlations between Jesus and Socrates. Plato, he counsels lying um, to maintain a utopia. Could the good news be a noble lie? Oh, okay. That makes sense. Okay, I see what you're saying. So, in, other, in, in other words, 
Um, would would the the scripture of John be f- not fabricated enti- entirely, um, but more or less uh, parts of it being a stretch of the truth, or parts of it over exaggerating the fact yeah, of, trying, of good? I'm trying more to dissect the good news. Like, the good news. What is, what's the good news to you? Like, the kingdom of heaven kind of awaits for everybody on earth is that, okay would that be okay accurate? i see what you're saying because no it was heavily... that's not accurate actually okay. so okay. the kingdom of heaven isn't the kingdom of heaven is very very precise and this is what people don't understand either and i'm glad actually that's a very good question because within the kingdom of heaven um and this might ruffle your feathers a little bit because it, it, it'll it won't make sense and it'll actually kind of be against uh you know the atheist or the agnostic belief um but to, but to get yeah or the lack of spiritual belief okay. we could go yeah um, but to get to heaven uh, it's 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 not about being good it's living like Christ. it's living like Christ it's actually but, and it's not only that because we actually have to be we have to serve and we have to be servants of the earth we have to um, spread God's word and it actually it says that. If you don't, if you don't believe in God, and if you're gonna, if you're gonna avoid God and Jesus your entire time on the preparation on Earth, if you're gonna ignore Him. That's fine, and, and and Jesus is going to accept that for you, and and God even will be like, okay, He He doesn't want anything to do with me. But if you're going so, to expect to get into heaven after you didn't do anything to support God or Jesus, and then you want to go into the afterlife, into eternal life, um, in heaven. Well, no, because you've already wished for no God. You've already wished that you didn't want Jesus and you didn't want God. So if they are real, they, they're going to proceed your wish. They're going to put you to hell because they, they, you're going to want. If you didn't want to be, let's put it a little easier. If you didn't want to practice faith and if you didn't want to, uh, to spread God's word on earth and if you didn't want to be connected to God on earth, then God will grant that wish and he will not make you be connected to him eternally. Yeah. That's what heaven's there for. But there was a lot of debate. Or hell's there in, for, sorry. In early Christianity. And sure. I think it is an important discussion. Yeah. Like, there was a lot of debate. Like, should this be passed on to the Gentiles? Right? So why why would that discussion be held? Gentiles as if, in? Like, non-Jews. Yeah, okay. Um, <laughs> like, why would it be passed on? Like, why was that discussion being happened? Like, why... Why, like, why was that such an important discussion in early Christianity? If this is like seeking within like the, heaven and the, hell and purgatory, even because that's another thing you have to acknowledge your sins. We all know we're sinners, right? And everybody, everybody is a sinner. Like human, and God created humanity knowing that we were sinners. We look at we but can look at the Adam and Eve story if I we don't wish. Think we should dwell on that. I think we should just be in this eternal state of trying to become better. Well, that's always what we're trying to do, but we're always trying well, to do that personally. Try, not everybody's trying to become better. Well, like I a, guess we could argue the fact addict, that... Like in your, later anal- or your earlier analogy, that is not a person that is trying to get better. No, but it's that a is, person who thinks they're better in their eyes. No. They perceive themselves as like, fine. You, usually heroin addicts do not think they're better. Well, heroin addicts also don't classify themselves as heroin addicts. That's what well, we, we do. We classify we pers- them. We perceive them as heroin addicts. Unless they admit it. 
Unless that's, they admit it, but the that's the, you more or less see that in an AA meeting versus then if you see some some heroin addict on the street and you go, are you? Do you do heroin? I don't think he'd he's probably go yes. No, he probably would be doing like yes. Like, well, actually, yeah, because some of them like, are proud oh, of it. Some, some of them are some of them are proud of it. Yeah, absolutely. And those people are also not going to find find space in 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 heaven. And that's another thing that you They'll have find to find the space to do drugs though in the city. Oh well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> they will. They will. And no, so that's what we have to take. That's where I wanted to go with sin a little bit because sin, like you said, with drug addicts, they're not trying to get better, right? And we look at we can even look at Adolf Hitler for example for a minute. That man it's... was trying to do good in his way of thinking, like his he perceived himself as being good and being being a good Samaritan, and he thought that what he was doing was right. We know <laughs> that yeah, he didn't it was... attribute it as good and kind of like a Christian. No, yeah, he, and, right. He, he kind of thought that what was good was what was necessary mm-hmm. for the yes. Aryan people. And so that's an issue. And the problem is, and as Catholics, we believe that it's acknowledgement that's key. It's acknowledgement. It's you go in you go into purgatory, which is if you, you obviously know what purgatory is, which is the time where you it's the decision. It's the um, it's so the judgment, if you will. What happens to non believers? Well, like I said, non-believers would be the like I discussed earlier. If you're gonna, if if you're not gonna, and I, I'm not gonna say it like it's a for sure thing. Of course, I don't know, but as far as I'm concerned, from the way I I understand it, from where the church and my parish comes from, anyways, is that if you're going to keep yourself away from the Lord and keep yourself away from any spiritual connection to God in in your life, then God's going to grant that wish in the afterlife. He's going to say he didn't want anything to do with me now. Why would he want or he didn't want to do with me anything to do with me then? Why would he want anything to do with me now? But what if you're living like Christ? Like what if you're perfect? No, like because that's you're... living like Christ. Living like Christ is perfection. The, we're playing a semantic game here, but I know. if you're living Christ moral, is perfect. If you are living morally like with morally God. good, yeah, morally, but didn't good. believe in God. But you didn't believe in God, so like, like you're doing, of course, well, right? I, I try. Yeah, well, yeah, because no, you are a morally good human, and I, I acknowledge that as a Catholic and a Christian believer, and I, I can only say I hope. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's nothing. For I, that's, sure. that's that's all I can say. I hope there's a lot of because there's some there's some there's some like you said there's gaps. There's yeah. gaps, but there's like, gaps in everything. Like I said, something doesn't turn into nothing. That's why atheism had a gap. And that gap seemed a hell of a lot bigger than the gaps that Christianity has. I'm sure there was an answer, but like you just couldn't articulate it. or. Well, there was an answer. It just didn't make any sense. Atoms. There's a atheists like, in Asia yep. like, with atheistic religions that mm-hmm. don't subscribe to that no. kind of... And I can only There's say no live your best force. life, right? Like Massimo, like as a as a person, and I know PJ and I, we both we both think that we're morally good humans too. And I also think that I've never I've never I've never attempted to, or actually actively a, a tried to uh, it offend anybody. Um, unfortunately, it, it's the way it goes sometimes, right? And that's how you have to look at it with with the Lord is, well, I didn't, like, the Lord would say it like this, in my opinion, like, I, of course, I have no idea, but everything's hypothetical when we talk about Christianity uh, as, as humans on this earth, like, 
Maybe in a hundred years, when we're in the ground, and maybe there is a God, and maybe we're both in heaven, this conversation would be a hell of a lot better. Because we'd know for a fact what we were talking about today I, was I true. I would say a hell of a lot better. <laughs> it we're would, in heaven. Well, yeah, we'd be dead, but yeah. I mean, not really, because we'd be living eternally. So that's also another thing you have to keep in consideration, right? Yeah. What we have right here, what I have here, what PJ's got there, what you got right there, what you got right here, you're a bag of bones. You're scanning a bag of bones. If you think that well, you're going to look I'm like this when you come... as well. Yeah, but if you I've think... got something that drives me. If you but... think that you're going to look just like this when you go into heaven, you're not. Your soul is going to be there. It's not going to be you. Like Cornell West says, what does he say? Cornell West says... I don't know. We are born with shit and mucus all over us. We die getting eaten by worms. There you go. That's, that's how our weird. body... That's, that's our body. And that's not exactly how he says it. I don't know. He words it way better than I just did. Yeah. But... We get eaten by insects and worms after we're dead. Mm. Our body doesn't just fly and source up to heaven. Of course. Uh, our soul stays in heaven, and our soul came from heaven. That's why we also believe that we have three voices. Well, I, we believe, I believe, um, but Catholics, they typically say that there's three voices in your head. You have the devil, you have God, and you have yourself. The way I differentiate these three voices, which comes very, very difficult. You're the decision maker. Your final say. Yep. So whatever goes through your head at the last minute and then you take action and do that, well, that was your decision. That was what you thought of doing. The two options, they're bipolar opposites every single time. Mm -hmm. There's sure one you're... really good one or there's one really bad one. Are you sure you're not schizophrenic? <laughs> no, I'm sure I'm not. It's simple. It's simple. These voices aren't heard out loud, yeah, but they sure as hell are. I, I, was just being... I, I know you're being a dick. <laughs> but regardless, I, well, you never know. I could be schizophrenic. I technically haven't been tested, but I highly doubt it. Um, <laughs> however, those three voices, it's one really, really good one. There's one really, really bad one. And then there's yours who literally just sits there and contemplates both. And you're, and nothing, nothing's getting spoken out loud here, but you're sitting here and you're like, do I go for that bomb? Do I stay in? Do I go? Do I stay in? Do I go? That decision is either the devil or it's God. Or that option. Yeah. Right? And that's just an example. Oh, do I go in or do I stay? Do I go in? Do I stay? That's the differentiation. And, and you, have, you have to... You have to be able to differentiate who is talking and what is talking. And now you could argue that you've come, like you, your, your rebuttal or your argument that I could see as, as an atheist or as agnostic is, well, I came up with the first option. Then the second, the antithesis to that option popped up in my head because I'm thinking, oh, what could go wrong? And then I made the decision of what is the better one. I could see that argument too, but it's not realistic when you look at being evil and, or not, not realistic, real, it is realistic, but uh, that was the wrong word. It, it, rational thinking-wise is you have to acknowledge the fact that you are just a bag of bones and your brain sometimes can't come up with things like this, that, and that, but sometimes you have them all laid out for you and it does not make yeah. sense. There, there's an inherent nihilism like that is kind of a pattern to a lot what you're saying, like a lot of what I see with a lot of Christians, that like we're only here kind of to serve God and ensure our place in heaven. Yes. And we're just a bag of bones, really, and we're going to be returned to dirt, returned to dust. Yep. Right? 
And absolutely, that's where my objections come in. Is like, should we live like this? That's what I was getting at in the beginning. Should we live kind of saying that we're bones, or should we just live kind of live our can, life to the fullest and yeah, hope we can, for the best? We can go into space. We can do whatever we want. We're more yeah, we than could. a bag of bones. Absolutely. Right now, we're more than a bag of bones. Of course. Right. Right but now, we are. If we, but we couldn't when we're dead. Yeah. We can't do anything when we're dead. Just yeah. like we couldn't do anything before we're alive. But, like, really, some people just don't die, and that's the most influential people in society. Like, you will see their influence in society, and that is why they don't die. That is why they're more of a than a bag of bones. Well, no one dies in, in spirit. Yeah. This is what I'm saying. The fact is, I see what you're saying. You're saying dying on Earth. My point is, is that... Even the thought of people, they'd never die. My, well, my papa's dead, and I have yet to forget about my papa. In fact, that any, every single person, like you said, when you said um, that you know, some people, um, they, they end up getting carried a lot longer after their death. They end up being you know, very, very good Samaritan or very rememberable. But we have to keep in consideration that every single person that dies is remembered by someone. Yeah, well, eventually... Like that's forgotten like i don't i i don't remember anybody from my extended family tree past rome really those sure. people are forgotten those people don't have really any influence so you're talking more like socrates or like plato being well, from forever or william shakespeare would be from under that age yeah that's kind of what i'm alluding to like people, okay people get forgotten this is like yes that that is an existential question that kind but of... But what did those people do on Earth is the question. What did they do in order for them to be... Well, we don't know. ...forever don't and know. ever and ever? Oh, well, we do. Oh, for the people that are remembered. For the people who are remembered. Well, they, the people ultimately, who... they put that nihilistic thought aside and they achieved what they wanted to achieve. They made artistic <laughs> statements. And, yeah, a lot of, a lot of them... See, the thing is, is I can achieve thought. whatever I want to achieve. The thing is, I have somebody behind me at all times. Yeah. Right, and I I wouldn't say that, I wouldn't say that I'm like I'm one of I'm one of those Catholics that would say, well, no, I can't do anything. Like I'm just gonna sit and stand still until the Lord tells me I can. Yeah. I'm sorry, but that's unrealistic. It's and childish. It, you'd be waiting way too too long, and that's where, and that's almost where um, the Protestant faith and even uh, uh, and we have to keep in consideration what Protestant means. And people don't understand what Protestant means. And we got about five minutes here left, so let's get into it quite quickly, but we will. What Protestant means is the protest of the Catholic faith. In fact, that nobody understands that, but the Bible itself of the Protestant is the exact same as the Catholic Bible minus seven stories. The reason is that because they protested seven stories from the Catholic Bible and they took them out because they didn't believe they they were realistic. And I mean realistic because they read the Bible literally and they didn't think that could have happened in the earth. Well, when you ask an atheist, none of that can happen on the earth. So, so how does seven stories, and even if you ask me, I'm sorry, but the way those stories are told are written as stories. They are stories, and they aren't fictional, but they have other meanings regardless of what it says in the book. But we're like kind I of said, picking and choosing when we do that. Well, we have like, to pick and choose. This story is real. Like The story of Jesus is real, but the story of Adam and Eve isn't. 
it's more symbolic. Also, well, a lot of despite kind of both containing the same. Jesus is symbolic in a, in a Jesus. The reason Jesus's story is symbolic, but also we believe it to be true, is solemnly because he's the living he's the living perfect human. He's one who literally could hang out. And, and you, that's another thing. We like I like we'll, well go Jesus we'll touch on that too. Wasn't perfect. He disobeyed his parents. He he was found in. I think the synagogue against his parents' wishes. They thought he had went missing. He regularly swore, and yeah, like oh yes, I don't know if we can attribute it as perfect. Well, we can at the fact of what he was trying to accomplish here on earth. Like you said, with a nihilistic response or the nihil using nihilism. Well, that's exactly what what Jesus was trying to do. He was trying to step out of. Not step out of his comfort zone because obviously that was his comfort zone was Christ or was God, um, and spreading the word of God. But he was trying to accomplish what he had to do on that earth, whether it was disobeying, whether it was that or, or this or the other. Because sometimes, good people have to do bad things to do good. But that, like, he's going against a fundamental commandment, right? Honor thy father and mother. Yes, we could go there, but. I also go against that, that, that commandment, and I ask for forgiveness every day, and I ask for guidance of how to connect to my parents better, and I ask for help, and I've gotten it. I've never actually been able to, I've never been able to get along better with my parents since I went to, went to Christianity. It gives you that, it gives you that moral, um, the moral sphere of understanding where to step in and what's, and what's worth it is crucial. What's worth it? What, yeah, like picking and choosing, picking your and choosing your battles is crucial, and that's something I never knew how to do before. And I, it's something where I jumped in and I just battled because I knew I was right. Yeah. But even though if I know I'm right, well, guess what? Sometimes, like I said, you gotta just step down. Twitter feed. You gotta step down, and I gotta post on Twitter instead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just that how was, it is, right? Yeah. Anyways, we'll go one more question here, and then we'll end it here. But if you have any. Um. It would be more of a long-winded one. That's fine. We can uh, do it. Okay, so I kind of want to go into the question of why the West is declining, and that's kind of... Okay. Would you agree that things are less beautiful than now? And that is that, like, a major thing? Within, within like, artifacts and stuff like yeah, that? And how like, And, like, art. Okay, so, yeah, so art's a very good one. To, so you're saying... We, we'll look at the synagogues, for example, right? We'll look at... No, let's look at the temples. Let's look at the temples in ancient history. And I'll raise you the pantheon. Yeah, yeah. sure, right? We'll look at the temples um, and and how much effort and time and how much beauty they put in to those temples to make them yeah. worshipping, right? Now, we... Like, today, uh, we saw we saw a really, really nice cathedral-type church, right? Yeah, and then one, and, and then one that was circular, minimalistic, that meant the same thing, that did the exact same thing. Personally, I'm a traditional person. I think that going to a nice, traditional-valued church, not a modern-day church like St. Mary's, but going to a traditional-valued church that is structured the exact same way, that is still beautiful. Yeah. I believe that the old was... art, the old art, is more beautiful than the new art because the new art's taking away from what it used to be, what it used to. What, what I was used trying to, to get at is kind of like paintings and stuff like. Okay, that. so like um, the like we like could it's even twisted, go it's ugly. Like that. Well, compared because that's a modern that's day. Not that's something not that you that. usually see in church. You usually see no. images of with crucifixes, like a dark brown color palette that yep. all have these disheveled faces. 
and reflect like yep. a common theme of suffering we're about to run out of time um, exactly no it's fine um yeah like we attribute what we attribute as beautiful in christian art is not oh, sanctioned i, I could totally agree with that right and, and um yeah. e- even with that we have to keep in consideration um that at some point it's just <laughs> yeah like um, at some point you just have to decipher which why decipher that, the reasoning why yeah but that that theme of suffering is kind of true to the christian faith absolutely it, it it has a demoralizing effect on our uh our society uh no we're not gonna worry about it um demoralize demoralizing um in, in, in the sense that the moral demoralization of of the way that we're supposed to live within um, in today's realm I would say that it actually I, I want to say that it isn't the suffering that's the problem because what the suffering symbolizes is somebody was actually able to suffer for us that's what the symbolizing actually suffers within the Catholic and Church. that's not like what usually gets evoked like we get this solemn feeling when we look at these um, pieces of art, especially not, within not, Jesus. I'm not talking about the grandiose kind of Renaissance no. paintings because ultimately I don't think that's really true. And I think there's a larger secular aspect to a lot of Renaissance type of traditional European sure type of art. But another thing that non-Christians actually like don't actually understand in the fullest is that we did this. This was yeah. our doing. Je- the reason Jesus died on the cross wasn't because of it wasn't because of the, just the, the Pharisees and it wasn't because of the Romans and it wasn't because of that. It, we were like in ancient history, if we really want to take it that far, if we want to train our, our ancient history as humans and we want to go that back that in, in like a thousand BCE, we're one of them. We're the Jews, we're the Israelite like or sorry, we're the Israelites, we're the Pharisees. We're one of them. But that's not what we a did Jew that to Jesus. No, of course not, because Jew, they they don't believe in Jesus. That, a Jew wouldn't say that you're that you had that common history. No, they wouldn't. Yeah. But right, and that's where and, that's where we that, have that to suffering disagree. Suffering aspect was misguided. Right? We could go there, but the suffering aspect also it puts a very very crucial aspect on the point of why are we here today? Because of the suffering of somebody else. I guess so. That's where you look. That's, that's not the, that's necessarily why we're here today. Well, no, and there's the, that's why that's why we'll always be able to have this debate. We'll always be able to have the religion. We'll have the we'll be why able to have the religion debates, we... and then on top of that, we'll be able to have the debates between the religion and science, and then we'll have the debates. It'll be there's so many answers this to is why as we're far here. As I go on science, we come from that gens. What that's what Romans called the family, like the gene. That is what we can ensure. That is what we know. And it's better to stick with what we know than a superstition. Yep. Now, I've been bringing up um, Roman a lot of times, and I, I kind of failed to disclose this at my start. Um, I wouldn't really call myself a pagan. Like, I want to try to bring something more scholastic, intellectually friendly, rather than, like, what it's connotated to, like, fantasy or, like, shrouding oneself in like mysticism because you get this yeah absolutely norse paganism like i get that yeah just kind of like this weird woods worship stuff Mm -hmm. it's more civilized in greek and Rome, right yeah and and that's something that we can agree on 
Yeah. Right? That's something we can agree on, and we have to... I, I always do like to argue the fact that... And there's little evidence that those, like in Celtic or Norse, that those faiths actually predate Christianity because, like, there's no artifacts yeah. there proclaiming any sort of God mm -hmm. in that area. Yeah, I see that. Um, and you know what I actually do? I want to touch on... Um, before before we go uh, here, I, I do want I, I want to touch on one more thing because I, I know for a fact we can we could probably I could probably get you on for another episode eventually about this a topic alone. Yeah. But I know we've had three hour conversations about it. We've incorporated our beliefs. We've incorporated our Christian beliefs. We've incorporated um, your atheist beliefs to that. Um, we have to touch on it, and actually, uh, I think that PJ can jump in on this one a little bit too. Sure. Um, with with the spectrum of abortion being a mortal sin, in my opinion. Here we go. Right? And we, we knew we were going to go here, and I, I believe that it's a very, very crucial aspect to go here. And I think that this actually, this conversation will need to be longer um, in the next episode, or in whatever episode that we, we do get you back for to talk about abortion, uh, yep. pro-life versus pro uh, pro-choice. Now, th those are the two options, right? And and you got to pick a side. I, I always say that you don't lean on the fence of... you. you it can't be circumstantial. You can't have it being circumstantial. You're either all in or you're all out. Yeah, that's not... like Yeah, it's not legally sound to just say, okay, just in this case, in this case. Yeah, exactly, eventually right? eventually it just leads to... It leads to more and more openness. Either a universal we, ban we're, we're or universal <laughs> recognition. We, right? So the problem with abortion is, is that they made it universal too quickly, and now people are complaining and wanting restrictions. What do you mean too quickly? Like it's too quickly, all, it, as it, in it went from it went from illegal to completely legal within seconds. It's a it's it been a practice that predates <coughs> Christianity. It predates Christianity, but it was very unsafe. But it, yeah, it was unsafe. Absolutely, it's a lot more safe now. Yes, which I, I hope you can see is. A lot I see it being a lot better in the safety per, in the safety spectrum. However, I believe that we you know we, we use this pro-choice argument, but are you pro-choice as a pro-choicer because you're not giving that kid much of a choice, right? Yeah, well, pro-choice is more just like it's a nickname. It's a nickname that they give themselves to sound good, just like pro-life <laughs> is a nickname to sound good for the movement. Nobody wants to be pro-abortion. Pro-choice sounds a thousand times more better. Well, yeah, but what you are is pro-abortion by being pro-choice. Yeah, I, and I'm just I, saying that. But term, what pro-life really. and anti-abortion would I I would like to be referred as either. Like I don't that, care. That what is in the body does not have a choice. Because sure, it cannot make a choice. Sure, but it also has motor functioning skills. Just like when you were in the body, we had we had different. But that's ways that's to do it. very limited. How did you feed? Well, that, that you get food through a tube. I was ultimately a parasite in my mother, and when I say parasite, I'm, I'm not referring to germ or I know. anything like that. Yeah, no, because like, you needed your mother. It, it, yeah, your mother I, is crucial, no. and that's why women actually tend. To, I watched. Uh, we can. We'll go with Jordan Peterson. I watched a, a video with Jordan Peterson, and women t typically have. Uh, more unhappiness, and you have to keep in consideration that the reason women have more unhappiness is that they have to be subject to unhappiness because they're having to carry a child for so long, yep. right? So it's actually very, very common to see women being more unhappy. That's why women initiate 75% of abortion, or of not abortions, they initiate all abortions because they, it's their choice. However, 
they initiate 75% of divorces solely because they get unhappy easier than men. And that's yeah. not me hating on women. That's a straight up fact. Search it up. I'm not hating on women. I love women. I'm not a misogynist. It's a straight up fact. The reason I'm pro-life is because, because, not only because I believe that killing and murdering in general is a mortal sin, a mortal sin but I believe that killing a baby, which is a, a gift from God, is also a, a, a mortal sin, and murder is a mortal sin, and, and, and what, at what but if we're talking time can sin, we draw a line? Like every, it's universal among Christianity that we're born in sin. Born in sin. Yeah. Yeah, but we don't want to commit sin purposefully. Well... That's a whole nother discussion. A lot well, of, of course it is. Kind of a lot of us do. do a lot of us do, but we are recognizing the fact that it's it, It's just a matter whether it's innate. The like, problem is, is the people sin. who are yelling, and I, I've heard it, and, I, and I, I have to say it, but it's the people who are yelling, well, no, abortion's God's gift. Well, no, this is God's gift. Well, no, no. Well, yeah, because now you're just jumping on the wrong wagon. <laughs> it, the pro-choice, pro-life debate kind of gets... It'll never end. It, it's like Christianity. It'll, it, this this debate will never end until we see some sort of law put in place where it either it, um, restricts... It gets muddied with a human rights dogma because you have these two equally valid rights, the right to life and the right to just seeking medical care or medical procedures. Yes. Abortion falls under that. Through that it also falls under the life and liberty. Unfortunately, yeah. Even though it's taking away a life, so like I think when we get into human rights, it is it just doesn't make any conversation no. any better because it's not universal. No, but it is the suggestion that it is universal. Like we are given rights when we are born. Yeah, and that's not that's not something that's recognized throughout nope. the world. Like if you're a Uyghur Muslim in China. You are not given rights when you're born. No. But we like to virtue signal about that yeah. on the world stage. Now, I think this is where we'll find the agreement between, because I know you're pro-choice, I'm pro-life. We're, never, we're always going to have the discrepancies, but what we can agree on and what I think PJ will chip in on is, that, is, is the simple fact that the pro-choice original movement was women being at risk of, uh, risk of death and we've been there, we've touched on it, but yep. the primary source of abortion and the movement itself for the pro-life movement or the pro-choice movement at the time was women being unsafely handled with abortion. Like we said, it got much safer. So that was a concern that women were dying from actually giving birth um, or they were dying because they had to carry that kid and they, they were getting disease. The secondary one would be that um, the incest was performed, so family uh, family um, initiated sex. No. Um, and then the third one being rape. Why why would incest be like an abortable offense? Would it just be like for the child? Being... So the the problem with incest is the child. Uh, of um, course, it's a despicable act. Well, no, it's not about... even that. It's despicable. It actually leads the child to develop a lot of um, institutional issues. But that are they he not didn't ask for. made in the image of God? <laughs> we could go there, but not <laughs> not within. I'm, incest. I'm not going to get you canceled. I'm not going to get. They're you not canceled. in a way because no <laughs> incest doesn't incest doesn't form in the way of God, and it, it wouldn't be the image of God when you're creating yeah, but, a kid in the know, image of that, W. But should that you're giving the kid the same same type of gen 
Like you're giving the like that's the problem, right? You're giving the kid. Well, you're Jen, supposed to Jen, 50, 50 Jen. Jen. Now you're giving mean, them both. Jen doesn't mean kind of like your family, like your immediate family. No, I'm not talking yeah. about that Jen. I'm yeah. talking about like your genetics. Yeah. Your family genetics when you're supposed to have Jen, 50. When I say Jen, 50. it's more just like yeah. the broader. Yeah, I get what you're saying by that. Like nation. But. That's yeah. that's the problem with it, right? And that's where I sit there and I say, well, would I rather be supporting 3% of abortions? Because that is the number. Yep. That is the number, and I and you're aware of that, and everybody else is aware of that too. And yeah. I don't think a lot of people actually know. Those three categories um, subsidize 3% of abortions. That makes 97% of abortions out of, out of selfishness or out of personal choice of not wanting to carry that child. That's where I'm against it because, well you knew the action of sex and that's where that's why that that movement have stepped in well i got raped so i didn't even want to have sex well okay but you're also arguing three percent so i'm not going to support three percent of killing babies when i could support 97 percent of not killing babies and that's where i stand but what, what do you say to that person that would like to terminate their pregnancy like is it my choice and and, and at the end of the day yeah, really no, is it my choice not, but no. like is would it you, my choice even if my girlfriend, say my girlfriend that I don't have, wanted to uh, get an abortion? Yeah. I have a say, but I don't have a say, if you, you know what I'm saying. Her say, her I don't body, get, her I, choice to... Yeah, I, get I get a say until the point where she goes, you shut up because it's not your body. Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's partially my fault because, you know, I'm the one who was able to make you have a child in the first place, which they also misunderstand. You can influence, but you can't make the final decision. You can influence, for sure. But you'll never be able to, and if you disagreed and said, well, what, what the heck, what about me? I want to be a father. Well, no, it sucks to be you because your, your woman doesn't. Yeah. Right? And that's where it's wrong. I'm but, sorry. Yeah. You, but then, you once really... again, you're being a hypocrite, right? You're being a hypocrite because you're saying, well, the man's choice doesn't matter, but my choice only matters. Well, that's another in-masculine type thing where you're seeing masculinity being toxic, and you're watching it get reversed into this thing where... Well, no, women can do whatever they want without it being toxic, but men, if they do anything subsidized in a woman's belief, it is toxic. Yeah. That's where we see a, a really, really common trend. Anyways, until next time. Yep. Oh. Alrighty. Thanks so, for having me on. Yeah, so this is Massimo Charmelda. If I hack that name, you want to go again? Uh, Massimo Caramita. There we go. <laughs> Knew I hacked it. Uh, I'm Matthew Worsley. I'm PJ Houndsome. And PJ Houndsome and I are peacing.